Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and confidence coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence, own your self-worth, and to elevate all areas of your life. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DNMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best vision of yourself and live a life you truly love and deserve. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello and welcome back to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I am your host Evie and it is so good to be here with another episode and today I am joined by a special guest Elaine Wilmot. Elaine is a qualified life coach on a mission to help women reconnect with their true self so that they can feel deeply connected in living the life they choose. Elaine supports women who are feeling disconnected and lost from themselves, but dream of having unshakable self-belief, a true sense of confidence, and feeling more connected to their true self than ever before. She asks the deep questions that allow women who work with her to uncover what truly is holding them back and take the first steps towards making the life that they want their reality. Through her work with one-to-one clients and hosting group gatherings, she creates and holds space that allows women to uncover that thing that feels off or missing from their life. Even when they can't quite put their finger on what that thing is, Elaine deeply supports them through the journey home to their true self. So today, Elaine and I are talking about all things to do with life lessons or, you know, universal lessons from the universe and what they look like, how they can sometimes swing back around and it feels like we're served up the same lesson over and over again, like why that might be and how we can successfully navigate them through with you know through them with love and grace and to ensure that we're really getting the life lesson from it and some of the practices that have really supported both Elaine and I to really do this it's a wonderful conversation there's so much goodness in here it's definitely more of a conversational style podcast episode and yeah it's so juicy I'm so excited to share this with you all today so without further ado here is the one and only Elaine Wilmot. Hello, beautiful Elaine. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Oh, I'm so good. It's so good to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, total pleasure. When we talked about this podcast episode, I was like, oh my goodness, so many amazing ideas coming through. So I've been really <laughs> excited to have, it, have this chat with you. Oh, I cannot wait to dive in. It's going to be so good. Yay! Do you know what? I just want to do the funny story. When I first met you, I think it was through through Instagram sometime, so probably quite a long time ago now, actually. Anyway, I just remembered like thinking, oh my goodness, this girl has like the best podcasting voice ever. I just love your beautiful, like posh English accent. It's so good. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I think a lot of people have said to me like, 
you missed your calling you should have been like an air hostess or something and I was like I would love that like I just love I don't know why I love talking and yeah (laughs) thank you thanks for the compliment (laughs) oh pleasure so good Alrighty, my love so before we dive into our conversation can you start us off with a dose of inspiration and share your favorite quote and tell us a bit about why that's your favorite one Ah, yes. So I've been having a think about this one and it came really quickly to me because there is actually a really beautiful backstory to it. So my favorite quote is this quote by Tony Robbins and it is, I've got it right here. I'm going to show you. So I know the guys on the podcast won't be able to see, but it's here. So it is, we can change our lives. We can do, have, and be exactly what we wish. And I know you can see this, but everyone else can't, but One of my best friends, Meha, she's actually a henna artist. And for my birthday, my boyfriend actually commissioned her to do this artistic drawing for me. And it's so, so gorgeous. And I cried, obviously, when I opened it. But yeah, it just, I remember her asking me, like, what's your favorite quote? What's your favorite quote? And I I love so many quotes. I'm literally like that girl who has the quote cards on her desk at work. Um, So I was like, oh, I like this one and this one. But that one in particular, like we can change our lives, we can have and be exactly what we wish. I see it on my desk like every day and it just kind of reminds me to, I guess, just come back to myself. And it's like, yeah, I can. Like in those moments where I'm sort of struggling or having a moment where I think, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. It's it's a reminder of like, yeah, you can. You can do exactly what you want and you can do it. So that's my favorite quote. Mm. Oh, wow. Thank you for sharing. I haven't actually heard that one before, but I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan. So interesting. I love that in so many different ways, but like it's for me, what's resonating is like the endless possibilities of like, you can literally do anything, but also like coming back to what you want. Like it's, it's your choice. It's your decision. Mm. Like do what you really want to do, not just you know, societal norms or um, what other people define as success as, for example. So that's such a beautiful reminder to come back to like love and expansiveness and, you know, the endless possibilities that there is. Yeah, exactly. Mm, love it so much. So before we dive in, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you came into the coaching world and yeah, a bit about your journey? Yeah, sure. Oh, um, so I guess for me, it really began from my own experience working with a coach. And I think it kind of came through from I was having a really tough time and I was in a sort of a really emotionally toxic relationship, um, which I'm sure so many people can resonate with is going through kind of a period in my life where I thought I had everything together. And I was like, okay, I've checked, I've got this house, I've got this promotion that I've gone for at work, I'm in a steady relationship and things from the outside look so perfect. And I I think I'd built up this outer persona of like, life is perfect and, and this is how everything goes. And on the inside, it just felt really, really hard and really, really crumbly at every single moment. So I I had a really tough time through that and mm-hmm through kind of talking to my best friends. Um, They were like an amazing rock at the time, but I then decided to 
reach out and get some support. So I was kind of working with a coach and I worked with her actually for about a year and a half, I think it was. And the change within me, like the change that I went through and like the growth, the confidence that came from just letting go of all those things that were holding me back and the things that I found really hard to move through, having that support there and then also being able to get to a point where I could push myself and started feeling really motivated like seeing that change within myself I was like wow this is a like people do this as a job (laughs) um and yeah I think the transformation within me was so profound I was I was gobsmacked and I was like I need to help other people like feel this way I felt so good I felt so expansive and I felt on top of the world and I was doing things I never even dreamt of doing by myself I'd kind of really built this relationship with myself and I thought you know what like if I can do this and and sort of motivate other people and inspire other people to come on their their own journey like how incredible like I think I've always wanted to be able to help people that's kind of my motivation is like seeing other people either grow or feel happy or just see a transformation with themselves that has always been kind of like a spark within me I'm just like yes like you do get to do that so Mm. yeah kind of through having my own experience of having a coach I was like I need to do this this is what I need to be doing I love that so much. I resonate so much with your story. There's absolutely some similarities there and hands down, like one of the best feelings in the world is yeah, supporting and seeing other people grow and lifting them up. Like such a beautiful gift. I still have moments today when I'm like pinching myself that this is real life. Like this is my job. This is what I get to do every day. It's such a special thing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Like just hearing the way the tone in people's voices the way it changes over time and then they're just like oh I can do this you're like yes yes you can (laughs) (laughs) amazing oh we could talk about that for ages but let's dive into our juicy conversation today so we wanted to talk about like navigating life lessons with heart and soul with love and so let's firstly talk about what does a life lesson look like or a lesson from the universe perhaps? And, Mm. you know, what do we really mean by that? Mm. So I think it can, it can look different for everybody. Um, My view on it is specifically that it can look like either a feeling or maybe a life event that it keeps resurfacing. And sometimes that can be really, really often. Sometimes it's like, here and there but definitely like a little niggle within you or an experience that keeps coming back where it either feels a little bit uncomfortable sometimes it can feel like a bus is hitting you um but it's really something that's coming forward for you to really face it and like move through it like really start to face it head on and really start to look at what it is that keeps coming up for you it's like why does that keep coming up for you especially if it's something that feels so uncomfortable um and and sometimes I think we can ignore those signs because we get very good at being caught in those like day-to-day oh I just this just happens to me it's just something that always happens to me but actually 
if it feels uncomfortable and you don't want it to keep happening, it's really starting to look at that with love, like you say, and starting to investigate it, starting to get curious and just exploring why that keeps coming up for you. Yeah, absolutely. I remember hearing this concept about like the lesson showing itself up in so many different ways or that repeating thing that keeps happening. And I remember learning this Mm. several years ago now. And I think what I took from it is, or especially when it's early on in the journey, when you're learning this kind of stuff is that it's really, it will, it's often easier to see it in other people as opposed to see it in ourselves because we Mm -hmm. can see, oh, they're just repeating that same pattern or they're still attracting that same kind of person or relationship or whatever it might be. Right. But sometimes it's really hard to see it for ourselves because we're so in it. And so it's, it, I love the yeah. idea about getting curious and be like, ah, oh, okay, so this is happening over and over or I'm, I'm not liking this feeling or this nudge from the, from the universe. Like, how can I, how can I look at this with different eyes and, and investigate it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So why do you think they come back around? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the kind of like the key thing. Oh, So I believe that we have kind of all been put on this earth to learn and to really connect with ourselves and to like just everything that's going on. So I personally feel like these life lessons come back around to give us a little nudge and keep us on track and remind us that it is all about growing and learning. And sometimes when those lessons come around, it isn't because you're a failure. It's not because you haven't learned the lesson the first time. It's just that little wink of like, I'm just keeping an eye on you. Like, I'm just keeping your back. And I just want to make sure you're all good and that you've got this. So I think it's, yeah, definitely knowing that it's not necessarily like a judgment that something's coming back up for you. It's like, oh, like this gets to come back up and I get to either say, yep, I'm on that. I've I've got this or even again exploring is there somewhere a little bit deeper within this that I need to go is there a bit more healing that I have around this um Mm. so yeah I would say that it's just being really gentle with yourself and knowing that it's not just because you have done something wrong that a lesson is coming back around um it can just be a reminder but also having said that it might be you didn't quite learn the lesson the first time around and you kind of pushed it under the carpet a little bit and you're like, oh, it'll be okay. Um, but it's kind of coming back to support you. It's never to, it's never to like derail you, even though I guess sometimes in the moment it might feel like it. Yeah, yeah, totally. And why do you think, why do you think they keep coming back? I mean, I, I think I know the answer here, but would love to explore it with you some more. Like, is it is it purely about growth and evolution and these lessons happening for you, not to you, as, as Tony Robbins so beautifully says? <laughs> yeah, I definitely think it is showing you that it is, it's, it's you and your awareness and you having that deeper connection with yourself yeah. and being able to just, I think become more present and aware with yourself. 
so that you can also then possibly help other people on their journey it's like when we become so connected to our own lessons and why they're coming up for us or like you say it's beautiful when we can see them in perhaps like a loved one or a friend it's it's really connecting to that awareness piece and that that presence within yourself so that you can then really start to uncover what it is that is coming up for you in that moment yeah absolutely so I kind of hear you say two key things is like one they come back around because perhaps there's some more growth some more healing some more yeah some more growth and evolution to do and doing that with curiosity and love and you know creating that internal relationship with yourself so that you can improve your self-awareness and and do all those wonderful things to support yourself to move through it, right? And then the second Mm -hmm. thing I hear you say is that sometimes it's almost like another, almost like a test from the universe, a test in in quotation marks here. Like (laughs) I, I was just thinking back to a conversation I had with a client earlier this week about, uh, you know, the conversation was that her goal is to step into her power more and, you know, feeling more empowered, more confident, etc. And then this situation happened in her life that that next week. And it was like, it was a big challenge for her at the time. And then we were talking through it. And I was just thinking to myself, this is just another little nudge from the universe, another little test from the universe to be like, hey, so you said that you're ready to step into your power with confidence. Like, here's here's your chance. Like, here's, mm-hmm. here's your opportunity to really step into that. And so it's almost like, uh, yeah, like, a, are you really ready for this? Or like, here's your opportunity to up level and, and to step into that. Oh yeah, it's like a door opening. It's like, are you going to walk through the door or are you going to close the door again? (laughs) Yeah, and I guess that's where we have to be really self-aware and be like, okay, so am I going to choose my old patterning? Am I going to choose the old way Mm. of doing things? Or am I going to step into my higher self here? Am I going to rise to the occasion? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So, so fascinating. So, how do we how do we spot these lessons like like I was saying earlier sometimes it's like it's hard when we're in it so much and maybe if we're not working with a coach at the time or uh, sort of newer to the personal development journey and growth lessons then I wonder if you have any suggestions there Mm. so I would say it's such a good question especially when you're new on your journey, like you say, it's, I think, definitely having some compassion with yourself, because it might feel a bit confusing um, when you're trying to, to delve into it. But I think starting to become really aware of your emotions and your feelings, um, especially if you kind of notice yourself having the same thoughts over and over again, like, for example, perhaps there is a same situation coming up at work um, which is making you feel uncomfortable or making you feel a certain way Um, and you keep going into those situations and you're like oh I've noticed that when I go into this situation at work 
I feel really clammy and I start to get a bit sweaty and I come away feeling perhaps a bit deflated, even though I go in with the best intentions and I I really feel like I know what's going to happen and I've covered all the bases, but then I keep coming away feeling a bit, a bit flat. It's kind of trying to notice your emotions as they keep repeating, or I guess that's the same as a scenario that keeps repeating. So I think it would just be starting to just take notice, like take notice of what's going on in your life. Like mm. it definitely comes back to being present, which I think we find really hard in society at the minute, or it seems that way, just because there is so much going on, it can be really easy to miss these kind of little flags. Um, but yeah, I think just becoming really aware of yourself and and your life patterns. Like, is there a certain thing within your work environment or within your relationship environment that keeps repeating? I think you mentioned it earlier about we can continue to choose kind of similar partners who may not be the healthiest choice for us. And it's kind of, we then repeat certain phrases of like, oh, I always choose the bad boy or I always choose somebody who isn't Mm. the right fit for me. And if either a friend or a loved one kind of mentions that to you or, or you notice it in yourself, really flagging it within yourself and kind of just taking a little look at it and sort of saying like oh could this be a lesson like is this a lesson and sometimes it will be and sometimes you'll be like no that's okay I can like move forward from this um but yeah I think that's probably like the really the simplest way that you can kind of connect to that and then start to just question things we're not in a very questionable society I don't think and that comes from we do have really full lives um so we don't make space to just allow ourselves to sit and ask ourselves those deeper questions or just sit in in our own emotions and and start to Mm. recognize what actually is coming up for us so I think that's really powerful when we can start to do that um and make space for it in our day too yeah. Oh, I love I love that. Thank you so much for explaining that and sharing all of that wisdom. 100% agree. And that makes me makes me wonder like for someone early on in their journey, what would be some tools or practices or like some tangible things that people could do again early on in their journey to enable them to foster that inner connection with themselves to to be a bit more present, to start to be curious and notice things, things so that they can then, you know, be mm. more, be more aware of their, their emotions and feelings and thoughts and, and the patterns that are popping up for them. Yeah, definitely. So I think um, if journaling works for you, like keeping a log of your emotions, I know I do this on my phone, um, which is super, super helpful of just kind of seeing where I'm at and what's happened in my day Mm. um that's kind of a really really simple tool which I know a lot of people probably already do um but just kind of checking in with yourself at the end of the day of like how was today like what happened for me and then just getting that down on a piece of paper or on your notes on your phone and 
taking notice of the conversations you're having with your friends like friends are amazing when you I think when you actually ask a friend to be really honest with you um, and say like I'm feeling this in this scenario like I'd love to just get your thoughts on this like help me understand what you're seeing so you can get the outsider's perspective because it's really beautiful especially when you really trust somebody so like a best friend or a friend if you have somebody that's close to you Mm. that, that is happy to do that I'm sure I'm sure that you guys do um and I think one of the really cool things that I've been learning recently is just about the power of how our subconscious mind works and when you're going to bed asking yourself the question of like what is this situation trying to show me like what is it trying to tell me and asking yourself before you go to bed so that then your subconscious mind can work through it overnight and either through your dreams or just through your subconscious like your body is going to be working through that and trying to find the answer and being able to show you as well, I think is so, so powerful. Mm, amazing. Love those things. I just wanted to add two little little tidbits to that. Um, love the idea of like asking a friend or having that conversation with someone that you connect with and really care about so that you can have that really open, honest conversation. Mm. And then maybe if you don't have those people in your world, because I know that for me, I didn't really early on in my journey, I definitely have created more of those relationships now, but Mm. at the start, it wasn't, it was kind of like, you just didn't really talk about that kind of stuff. And so if that's the case for you, I would say, ask yourself those questions in a, in journaling. So asking like, how am I? No, like, how are you really? Mm. And, and then start free writing. And I love the idea of like having a check-in or a pause or a moment to be like, yeah, what's going on? How was today? How am I feeling? What's been coming up for me? Is there anything that I need to process or move through or feel or release today? Any of those words? Um, and, and scheduling them in, like making them a part of your routine and your day. So, I mean, I love to do a journaling practice in the evening, uh, writing down three things I'm grateful for, uh, something I started years and years ago. And it's sometimes I like to add in there, like, is there anything going on for me? Or it's just those those moments to pause and then have an, have an internal moment, like a, really, a moment where you can really connect back in. Because so often we're just living life on autopilot or like just go, 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 do, 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 um, living in this very external masculine type world. And then so it's just about trying to create, like nothing's wrong with that, right? But it's Mm -hmm. about balancing it out with having moments to go inwards, having moments to reflect and check in and allow yourself to to create that inner connection with yourself. And then the only other thing that was coming to me, of course, is meditation or Mm -hmm. any kind of mindfulness type practice or any like mindfulness moments throughout the day. It can even be like three deep deep breaths in the morning or like, you know, having your morning coffee or tea or whatever you have and really like being present with it. There's so many ways to add these moments into your day. It's just about using your intention and, and creating space and time for them. 
Yeah, definitely. And I think also when, just because it relates to the, one of the experiences that I've had, something really powerful, if, if a lesson is coming up for you that feels really hard to navigate, or there's a lot of kind of tense emotion behind it, I think one of the most powerful things I did, um, and again, this comes from the coach that I was working with, is writing a letter or just like writing out all of your emotions and especially when Mm. it feels really hard and really tense inside it's really getting out of your body and onto that piece of paper and then this is with safety in in mind um but burning that and really just like that release um I think like journaling is so so powerful but when you don't want to hold on to it um allowing that to then be released from your life so kind of having those two practices side by side is perfect Mm -hmm. because you can then have everything that you are wanting to move through and come back to and then also the parts that maybe feel hard like if there's anybody listening where they're feeling like oh I don't want to hold on to that like the energy of that feels really tricky I want to get it out but I just don't know where to put it um it's not holding it in your body it's then just like releasing it to the universe and just being like I'm ready to release this like and this is my symbol um so yeah that's another one that people might find really potent yeah absolutely love it cross it out rip it up burn it (laughs) yep get rid of it yes yes (laughs) if you can't burn it definitely cross it out and (laughs) rip it up (laughs) yeah yeah put it through the shredder if you have a shredder absolutely and the other things that I've found really supportive for me personally on my journey in terms of like releasing the heavy emotions or the the heavy energy around some of those bigger lessons is using exercise or some kind of movement of your body to help release it like we all know that energy mm-hmm. uh, emotions are energy in motion and we just have to release the energy from our body so through journaling is wonderful and then you're actually really feeling them as you're writing it right like it's a sometimes quite an intense experience uh but one that will that will move that you'll you'll move through and it will pass but also using your body to release it going yeah. for a big run doing a hit workout whatever it might be to yeah just to like let it go from your body yes 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 to all of that <laughs> <laughs> amazing so do you mind Elaine do you mind sharing more of a personal example perhaps or maybe one that you've supported a client to move through just to give us a little bit of context around how do we actually navigate this and do this so I mean we've talked through some of those wonderful practices uh, that I'm sure will pop up and can be really supportive through you know through that navigating process but do you mind just sharing a bit of a story with us so that we can kind of yeah really make sense of it because sometimes I think we could talk about all of this, but actually doing it and and making sense of it all to someone who's newer to this personal development work, I think that's really helpful. Would you, do you mind sharing? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, I'm more than happy to share. Um, I think like from a personal example, and this is something that I – I'm still navigating and still comes up for me, um, but in really beautiful, unique little ways um, is around, I would say, sort of codependency is I have a nature where I, I really love to hold on to and connect deeply with others and with sort of things around me. And I get really, really attached to them. 
And for me, um, I think it was about a year and a half ago, I'd between my last relationship and my current relationship, I'd had so much healing time and I'd been single for such a long time and I felt really on top of the world and I was I was feeling amazing. And then I came into this really beautiful relationship and it was just a so like we dived in deep and I think about a year and a half ago I found myself I was so happy in the relationship but I also felt like I'd lost that small part of me that had become so independent um Mm. and I I think I'm just really grateful that the relationship I'm in I was able to voice that and share like I feel like I'm becoming really dependent on us and our situation and I I really want to um, do the things that make me feel really alive again and I think just having done that work it enabled me to to notice that this was coming up and notice that I wasn't potentially doing sort of all my sort of self-care practices my own rituals and it allowed us to have this really beautiful open conversation and me to then sort of step into okay where can I make space for me where can I uh, create little pieces of time, little pockets of time where I can make sure that I'm doing my own expansion work and, and meeting other amazing, beautiful souls because I just love doing things that are sort of a bit out of the box and meeting new people. So I think for me, it's knowing that throughout my life, I've kind of attached to certain people and then I find it really hard to to be my own person Um I, I want to be in that bubble of of two or however many people it is um, in friendship groups. And for me, that's something that will that always sort of comes back around and reminds me to like, you're your own person, you're your own unique person, Elaine. And you get to experience life as a unique whole being. And also you get to experience the expansiveness of doing that in a relationship or in friendship with others so for me that's definitely one that it always it surfaces back around every now and then and and gives me a little nudge of like are you still on track like or like you say just moving forward with that and and being able to recognize that I can sort of go into my own hermit shell I suppose um and want to kind of just stay really small but actually when I step out of that, it gives me so many more experiences um, of of being my whole self and doing things that push me past my own comfort zone. Yeah, wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. Really, really interesting. And how would it pop up like in its quirky, interesting ways more now? Like what would the what would the the nudge or the the lesson look like now? And then how do you how do you ground back into yourself or or you know how do you get, make sure that you're still being wonderful you and having a beautiful relationship mm, oh my gosh this is such an amazing question um I think right now I'm just gonna feel into it the ways it comes back around is I definitely feel myself withdrawing from sort of a lot of social stuff and I want to just be either Mm -hmm. like sort of snuggled into the corner of the sofa and I just don't want to leave my house (laughs) um and kind of feeling that need of um 
how do I phrase it? It's then, especially for me, this need for approval of like, is this okay for me to do this? Or um, yeah, wanting that approval of everything that I'm doing and moving throughout my day rather than being that kind of, this is what I'm doing, just to let you know, uh, kind of thing. So I think it's just yeah it's definitely even in the phrasing of how I speak when I'm kind of I can feel myself retracting I suppose from the world um, and then wanting approval for everything I'm doing and feeling especially when I don't get that approval feeling that wrench in my stomach of like oh I'm not good enough so for me it's then coming back in like no like you say grounding into I do a lot of like embodiment movement work right now I literally love embodied dance it's like my favorite thing um and getting out by myself like turning my phone off and going for a walk by myself I feel so I feel like it's so empowering I don't know why because it's such a small kind of token thing that we can do um but it just makes me feel so much more connected to just myself and then making a conscious comeback to those this is what I'm doing and sort of stepping into my power and using phrases that make me feel more in my power rather than asking for permission all the time Mm. yes I feel like I rambled around that but I'm hoping that's okay (laughs) I'm hoping it made sense no no rambling at all I loved that absolutely so I think if I'm just trying to think about how what it like how it comes up for me and I think, because I can resonate mm-hmm. with a lot of what you've you've said in some of those key lessons, and I think for me it's like feeling really icky and contracted and mm. like really unfulfilled and dissatisfied is how I would describe it in myself. Like just feeling really like yeah, frustrated yeah. and icky and like ugh. Uh, because I haven't then I've either given too much to other people or I've yeah haven't been following my heart or my path or whatever it might be and it's just that I guess when I feel that way that's my like okay so what what's going on here like we were talking about earlier and then having a moment to journal or to sit in meditation or yeah to have some alone time to really process okay, so where is this coming from? What am I doing? Oh, is it that same passion or that same lesson again? And then how can I come back to myself more? And even just the practice of journaling and sitting down and having those moments to reflect and be really curious is is a beautiful gift in itself of, of you know, giving back to myself or giving back to, yeah, my internal world. And then it's almost like, then it's like, a, okay, I've seen it now. I've processed it. I've released it. I'm, I'm aware of it. And now I'm like, okay, so I need to get back to me. Like, what do I want to do? Or what makes me feel really good? Mm. Or what have I been neglecting? Or, you know, how can I bring myself back into alignment a little bit more here? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I think also sometimes people even find it hard to even approach that like how do I come back to me it's like oh is that selfish and so not it so isn't I'm sure you'll agree like I think this is probably one of the key things that we're missing it's like being your own whole self and actually coming back to what do I want and allowing yourself to have that because otherwise like you say the the dissatisfaction and that creeps in and I feel like it can feel really 
all consuming but yeah it's such a beautiful lesson when it comes up because it's just reminding you that you are worthy and that you do have desires and that you can go for them yeah I often talk about the idea of like we forget we remember we forget we remember and so often the lessons (laughs) pop up again is that it's a remembering like it's a just another opportunity Mm. to come back to it so it's almost like um this is I guess almost like a third way that things can pop up and another way lessons can can repeat is that just sometimes we we have moments where we wobble or we get out of alignment slightly even if we've done all of this wonderful inner work or we're you know done so much growth ourselves already you know like I'm sure that you and I can both rattle off some examples of this where yeah sometimes we forget we have moments that we maybe we haven't done those practices that we know fill us up that are so nurturing that really really support us that we Mm. we need to do or you know on a daily basis or regularly at least and there's moments when for example with me and my meditation that I've forgotten to meditate for a little while or I've just been flying through life and then it's just you'll have a moment where you'll feel those icky feelings inside the discomfort the frustration maybe it's anxiety maybe it's um yeah who knows a lot of emotions that could pop up here And then it's like, oh, it was just like, why am I feeling this way? Oh, I haven't been meditating. And then it's just like, a, oh, okay. So I realize why (laughs) I do those things now. Like it's another chance to be like, yeah, they actually do work. They actually support myself. How can I get back into them again? Yeah, definitely. Interesting, interesting. Um. Gosh, we could talk about this for ages and ages. Is there anything else you wanted to share around how to really support yourself and navigate through these these lessons? I think the biggest thing is just remembering to be really gentle on yourself, like no matter whether it's kind of a small mm. thing or a really big thing that you're navigating. I think sometimes things always definitely feel bigger when you're in them. Um yeah, but I think just being really gentle on yourself because I know when I first started doing this, even now sometimes I slip up. But we can be really, really hard on ourselves. I'm definitely one of those people. Yeah. I don't know why I'm going to lie about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just be really kind to yourself as you're trying to work through it, and know yeah. that it might feel really messy, and you might make a few kind of stumbles along the way, but that is that is life and that is us growing and moving forward so be kind and just go with it yeah absolutely love that so much we all have an inner critic we're always critical of ourselves Mm. at times especially (laughs) when these icky things come up it's funny how like sometimes a feeling will pop up or a negative thought a negative emotion negative in quotation marks here right because that's just a judgment but so often it's actually the uh, the mind that then judges us for feeling that way or be like, oh, it's the same lesson again. Like you should be over this by now. Like you should have learned from this one or whatever it might say to you. But it's so often that it's the, the secondary judgment that actually makes us feel worse. But actually, if we were just to allow to ourselves to mm. sit with the emotion, you know, the initial emotion or 
like you say, to have more self-compassion around it and just be really curious and be like, oh, okay, I'm triggered again. Or, oh, there's another lesson popping up here. Or, oh, there's the same emotion again. What is it telling me? Like, I, yeah, I just think it would be, it's so easy to do the secondary judgment, but if we can try and catch ourselves before we spiral into that, then it, it makes it so, so much easier. Yeah, and I think also what's coming up for me as well is we we always think we're so alone mm. in whatever it is that's coming up for us. Yes. And I think this is probably one of my biggest kind of aha moments where I'm like, oh, I'm not the only one. Yes. <laughs> we we feel we feel so alone and like when we start or when we're able to connect with other people it's so fascinating just how many people have gone through either a similar and can really relate to you or exactly the same kind of lesson or scenario as you and that as well I think then not feeling alone because you're like oh okay I'm not so kind of alone in, in what I'm going through that also can be so powerful Yes, yes, a hundred percent. Everyone has stuff going on. Everyone has, yeah. yeah, everyone has stuff going on. You're not alone. Absolutely. It's interesting. I, w- I wish we had more of these open conversations, which is partly why I started this podcast, right? So that we could facilitate more of these open conversations where we actually talk about the real stuff. Like this actually happens. And I know for me, certainly it was not talked about in my family and in my circles that much before I started my journey and then moved into the coaching world myself. Like it just, it just wasn't a thing. And then, but, but unfortunately, Mm. like you say, that means that we then feel like we're alone and we're the only one going through this, or we're just like this awful negative person, or we're the one with all the problems. But it's, it's so, so not that way. Yeah, and then your inner critic is going wild yeah. and you're just spiraling in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're definitely not alone. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. This has been such a wonderful, juicy conversation. So, so fascinating. And I feel like we could talk about this for hours. I'm like, oh, we could talk about alignment and all of this stuff. But hey, we could do more episodes if we need. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, we're going to shift gears slightly. And I'm going to ask you some of the questions that I ask each of the guests that come on the show. So are you ready? I am. Let's do this. Amazing. So what have been some of the practices, tools, or rituals that have been really game-changing and helpful for you on your personal development journey? Mm, So I love, I love a good self-development tool. So I'm going to try and keep it nice and snappy. Um, I think some of my favorites are getting out in nature and getting my shoes off. Like, absolutely anywhere I, I love looking like a strange person that's the only person walking with their shoes off um really getting my feet on the earth or in the sea in the sand um that's probably one of my favorites I think also really connecting to my emotions has been one of them is learning to love crying and knowing that that is just an emotional release I think for so long I was sort of led to believe through other people's opinions that that was me being really emotionally weak and 
I now see it as one of my biggest strengths. Like I love a good cry. <laughs> um, and I think I love how I feel on the other side, like being able to cry, but also feel the emotion and move the emotion. Um, that has also been a game changer. And I'll share one more is ETF tapping. So emotional freedom technique tapping. I just, again, moving the energy through your body. Uh, it's so... I think I struggled a lot with anxiety and that's kind of where it kind of came in from. And now I use it for so much more than just managing anxiety within my body. So it's just such a, a tool that can be used for absolutely anything. And it's, again, it's so freeing and connects you to your body. So yeah, they're my top three. Mm, love them. So, so interesting. Alrighty, what does inner confidence mean to you? Mm, inner confidence to me is a real connectedness to your own worth and exactly who you are and who you want to be and being able to stand in that in every given moment or as many moments as possible because we can't all be we're not perfect but really sort of knowing yourself and then not judging yourself for other people's opinions so it's very it's like an internal out kind of I want to say reflection but that's not what I mean it's just it's an internal way of being so that you then stand in exactly who you are like that is true confidence to me yes 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 love it what is one thing your inner critic used to tell you all of the time that you can now see is just total bs <laughs> i love this question um <laughs> i think it would have to be that you are not enough my inner critic that mm. is like her her little slogan of you are not enough and really taking on that because of other people's like thoughts of me or my projections of their thoughts so really knowing that internally I am enough and that what other people believe of me is a reflection of how they're feeling and what they're processing so for me it's the total bs is just that I'm not enough because I am yes you absolutely are love that what's one piece of advice you'd tell your younger self Oh, I think it's fall deeply, madly in love with yourself. That's what I would tell her. And do the things that make you happy. Follow your own dreams and desires and don't mold your life around what you think it should be. Make your own rules and, and go from there. Yes. Let's throw out the rule book. Love it. Yes. <laughs> so lucky last, if there was one thing, one message or one piece of wisdom that you'd like to impart with the world and the lives that you've touched, what would it be? Mm. It would be that you, I think it's you are enough. And you are not alone in whatever you're going through. And just reaching out 
for the support that you need or giving yourself the support you need is such a powerful self-intervention. And then really reaching out for further support if you feel you need it. I think, yeah, I think this is changing a lot in the world and people are realizing that it's okay to speak out and reach out for help. And so, yeah, one, my one piece of wisdom is ask for help when you need it and share how you're really feeling. Yeah, so beautiful. Couldn't agree more. This has just been the best. Thank you so much for sharing your heart and your wisdom with us all today and sharing some of those personal examples. It's just really, really wonderful to hear it from someone else especially from a coach I think uh you know and hear how it actually is in real life so thank you so much for sharing that all with us today it's just been so so wonderful thank you so much for having me this has been amazing I've loved like our little chat together Oh, absolutely. I feel like we can have so many more of these. We'd have to get a, um, do lots more DMing. Yes. <laughs> so just before we close out, Elaine, where can the listeners find you if they want to come chat, say hi? Uh, where do you hang out? Oh, so I mostly hang out on Instagram and people can find me at Elaine.Wilmot. I love people coming into my dms and i love a good voice note as well um yeah so if you're listening and you want to chat then i'm all ears and my website is www.elainewilmot.co.uk perfect we will absolutely link those in the show notes go say hi to elaine and let us know what really resonated or landed for you in this podcast we love hearing from you and following on the conversations I know um certainly the case for me and I'm sure it is for you too Elaine that it's it's just so wonderful to be able to connect and and to support people in a in a beautiful big way uh if they're wanting to so definitely reach out and let us know what landed we would love to hear from you Alrighty, my love We will leave it there. Thank you so, so much. And we'll talk again soon, I'm sure. Bye. Wasn't that epic? For all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes. And that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world.